Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome back into the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Zach, this is a little weird. We're Zooming today. Yeah, yeah. I like it, though. We're all right. We got yeah, it. Zach's in the comfort of his own home. I'm in the comfort of the uh, CMB Podcast Studio, which is my office at College Side. So, <laughs> uh, But we're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen this week. Um, we got a few things we want to cover. We're going to try to keep this podcast as, uh, as, as brief as possible because that's the schedule that we have. Yes. Um, but it's been good. Last week was great with Jake. I thought, uh, man, I really appreciate the, the prep work and the time that Jake puts in to do what he does with the, um, with the pre-draft and the post-draft. I especially liked his post-draft podcast last week. Yes. No, it was really great. And um, it's always a favorite for a lot of people to listen to. And um, I know a lot of people like to, to hear what kind of grade he gives them. So, yeah, we definitely appreciate it. He was very kind to me. Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, as kind as he can be to you, how do you feel about being the favorite to uh, win well, the championship? Well, considering he picked it last year. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that makes me feel good. What doesn't make me feel good is had I not played Cameron Reed last week, I would have lost to anybody else in the league. I was noticing that I was looking at the matchups and it's always funny how that happens. You yeah. know, uh, the person that you play, you're really close to them in points. And um, I don't know. I just, yeah, I noticed that you guys were right there, you know, at the same point total. So. Yeah. So hopefully um, if, if I, if I bring that performance every week, I'm going to let Jake down. Yeah. Yeah. But because you got, you know, big orange bullies and pacing your face go 201 to 184. Um, and we go 135 to 124. So yes. What a day. What a day. What a but day. let's uh, let's let's roll through some draft stuff really quick. One of the things I wanted to say, um, we're talking about kind of the frantic pace of the draft and things like that. And we're going to try to work that out. I know it was a little chaotic for you. Um, one of the tips or advice I want to give people, and I, I don't this doesn't apply to every team, but if you come to the draft and you depend on the rankings on fan draft to help you draft your team you're probably in trouble. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fan, fan draft is deceiving. And people, it, it's become like this false sense of security for prep. People come in and they only look at the available players on fan draft and they are ranked really wonky. Yeah. Um, and that's okay, though. Maybe we can let them do that. Don't don't give that tip. Maybe that. Oh, okay. I, re yeah. I retract my Yeah, statement. retract that. Cut that out. I, re yeah. I retract that statement. Fan draft is great, guys. Use the rankings. <laughs> Use the rankings on fan draft. Um, but, uh, people turned in their cards for best and worst picks. Do you want to roll through some of those really quick? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I appreciate everybody putting these down on the, the table over there. I kind of forgot about it and, um, I'll run through these really quick and I have no idea who these people are. So, uh, or which, who the, each person is saying this, all right. I have best draft pick cam acres at 55 worst. Well, you can, you can do it by who they picked. Who did they pick? Well, it's not on the card. Because oh, a lot of losers, yeah, a lot of people went up and read it themselves, you know. So that's right. That's um, right. I actually don't know if anybody handed me their card. Everybody went up and did it this year, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. I like that. So best yeah, best pick was Cam Akers. Cam, this person says best pick Cam Akers at fifty five. Worst Devin Singletary at thirty one. Honorable mention worst pick Cordero Patterson at forty nine. I don't think that's terrible. 
Yeah. Right. Cam Akers had a terrible first week. So, uh, yeah, I, I think you could almost flip these right now. Cordero Patterson's looking good. Um, yeah. Cam Akers is looking terrible. So, yeah, well done. Um, so, let's see here. Best Cam's entire draft, sniping us all night. <laughs> That's good. Worst Saquon Barkley, Rish's wide receivers, four in a row is up there too. So it was, more than, it was like four, five in a row. Or five in a row. Sorry, it says five, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Saquon Barkley, looking pretty stinking good. Number yeah, one yeah. RB in fantasy football right yep. now. So. Best pick, Debo. Worst pick, Ezekiel Elliott. So they're looking all right. All Best right. pick, Austin Eckler. Worst, Devin Singletary. That's two votes for Devin Singletary right now being the worst. Mm. Best pick, Joshua Dobbs. Worst, <laughs> <laughs> worst pick. Deshaun Watson, East Coast Wombats in the 18th round. Uh, and and subsequently, all the Browns quarterbacks. Yes. Yeah, they're well done. Well good. done, East Coast Wombats. Uh, best pick, Amon Ra, State Brown. Worst, Gasecki. And then Singletary is a close second. <laughs> Man, yeah. Singletary. Who drafted Singletary? Getting some hate. Uh, Singletary was third round Isaiah 4031. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Best Odell Beckham in the final round. Worst That's right. Rish trying to hide drafting a player already taken. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Here, we got a lot here. Um, best Robert Woods round 18 for Pace. Josh Palmer round 19 for Big Orange Bullies. KJ oh. Hamler for uh, round 19. And the Packers defense in round 19. The worst picks. <laughs> <laughs> Najee Harris, Najee, Najee, Najee Harris, Najee yeah. Harris, Devin Singletary, Mike Gesicki, and Richard drafting five wide receivers in the first round. That's Jake's card, right? That's Jake's card. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> um, and then the last card I have is the best is uh, Hilaire Edwards Hilaire in round six, and then guess you'll never guess Singletary in round three. Man, <laughs> Singletary. Yeah, sorry, Devin. Yeah, goodness gracious. All right, that's all I got. Best and worst. Right. Thank you guys for doing that. I appreciate it. It's always fun. Yeah. All right, let's keep it going with the list, Zach. Um, I, I always love this every single year because I think it's an opportunity for you to potentially hear your team's name mentioned on the podcast. But um, and and I just like to hear who had the best week. So let's go into the All Pro team. All right. Yeah, All Pro for Week One. These are all the names that you would you would expect. Um, Mahomes is your top quarterback, 43.50. Pace has him. Your top wide receiver is Justin Jefferson, 39.90. Kevin has him. Your top uh, other top wide receivers, Cooper Cup uh, for Tecmo with 33.05. Your top running backs, Barkley, Saquon Barkley, 33.40 for East Coast. And Jonathan Taylor, 27.50 for Big Orange Bullies. Your top tight end, Travis Kelsey, 26.10 for Pace. And your top flex spot player would have been Jamar Chase, 30.15 for West Coast Wombats. Your top kicker is Koo, uh, 19.10 for Big Orange Bullies. Your top DST was Pittsburgh, uh, mm. getting the four interceptions on Burrow there in Cincinnati, 31 points for Rish. Bear with me here on the uh, IDP names. Uh, we, got, <laughs> we got Minka Fitzpatrick, 32 points yeah. for Almond Brothers, your top uh, IDP all around. So you got a DB playing that that role this this week alex highsmith 
who was signed uh, this week by the West Coast Wombats, 23.75. Grugier Hill, 23 (laughs) points for Big Orange Bullies. Uh, Hafenga, 20.25 for Kemp. I mean, what? Come on. You got it. You did it. (laughs) And then Tracy Walker, 19.75 for Greg, bringing the total to 402.45 points. Hey, 400-point week out of the gate. It's pretty pretty solid, yeah. Those are all the – all the and a lot of the, there in the a lot of the top picks holding serve. That's pretty yeah. good. Yes. Uh, yep. Yep. Well, well done. So, uh, so you have one of those weeks, especially probably in IDP world, where it's kind of easy to overreact. Um, there's a lot of things that happen, but uh, so we we have our first week of fab. So let's roll into that really quick and let's uh, have our segment show me the money. Show me the money. All right, for Fab this week, I'm just going to run through really quick the ones that had competing offers. Next week, I'll try to have a list of, of everybody that was um, bid on. But the Hafenga safety from San Francisco was awarded to Kemp's crew for $7. And the next closest was actually $7 as well from Tecmo Power Runners. But it was awarded to Jake because he had a lower uh, waiver priority. Mm. So, so congrats to Jake. Suggs, you and the West Coast Wombats both put in just a $0 claim for him. Mm-hmm. Um, the next person is the Grugier Hill Houston linebacker who went off. He had uh, 18 tackles uh, for Houston. The game went into overtime. For $12, went to Big Orange Bullies. Kemp's crew put in 5 West Coast put in $1. Um, safety was Brandon Jones from Miami. We got him for $8. Kemp's put in three for him. Pete Werner from New Orleans, linebacker, had a solid Pete. game. He, so uh, yeah, he uh, he went for $10. Big Orange Bullies put in four, and we put in zero, just a backup claim for him. And then the only offensive player that had competing offers this week was Rex Burkhead from Houston, the running backs. And let me say, <clears throat> I'm kind of shocked. He only went for eleven dollars, and mm. the reason I say I'm shocked is I I can't remember exactly, but I think it might have been week one last year, maybe that Rish put in was it eighty something dollars for Eli <laughs> Mitchell? Do you remember this? Yeah, last year I mean, it was week one or week two, something like that. Rish put in eighty something dollars for Eli, which worked out because Eli turned out to be good. Um, but, you know, congrats to Rish on restraining himself here for 11 fab dollars getting Rex Burkhead when Rish really needs running backs. Yes, um, he does. And so I was I was surprised he got him. I really expected, I don't know, 20, 30, I mean, 80, who knows. But uh, so, yeah, congrats to Rish getting Rex Burkhead, really solid pickup for his team. Big Orange Bullies was next with six, Kemp's with five, and Golden Eagle Football Club with zero. So that's your fab for week one. All right. Um, Zach, how do you feel about spending fab in week one? Did you guys make any fab claims at all? Yeah, we got Brandon Jones. We put in $8 okay. for him. I just, I wasn't listening. Yeah, we put in that, I guess. Yeah, yeah no. So. I'm, yeah, we, uh, I, I love it. You know, I think it's important to try to, to get who you want, um, you know, in week one. So we, uh, we put in $8, about 10% of our, a little bit under 10% of our uh, account there. I think the the one that I would be a little leery of is um, spending a lot of fab on IDPs 
out yeah, of the it, gate. It was this was an IDP waiver wire. There was not many offensive players. I mean, as you saw with the the All Pro list, it was all the players. It was all the studs. It was everybody you thought it would be. There was no real surprise. Nobody really, you know, um, off the waiver wire that was like the gym that everybody wanted. It will come. It will be in weeks to come, but it just was not week one. It was all the studs. But it's a little different with an offensive player when they um, – if they start if they start rolling, that's a little different. If you have an IDP that has a big week, right. they could have five points every week for the next the, – the rest of the season. Exactly. Yeah, I'll be interested <clears> to see what the Houston players do. I mean, I know they racked up 18 tackles or whatever, but that game went into overtime. Um, but they still they'll, – they'll put up solid numbers. But, yeah, it was an IDP week for sure on the waiver wire. Yep. All right, Zach, we did this a couple of weeks ago. I want to roll through this really quick. Um, I do like to uh, take to talk about NFL news briefly. So we are going to take a trip around the league. Let's take a trip around the league. Zach, we're going to do this the same way we did last time. We're going to do blind rankings. So I'm going to read five stories to you really quick. I want you to rank how they affect our fantasy football league okay Okay? all right all right story number one joe burrow throws four interceptions in a week one loss to the steelers is it panic time for joe burrow where do you rank that i don't think it's panic time but i'm gonna put that at number three number three okay That, that was a big story um next story Justin Herbert will face the Chiefs without starting wide receiver Keenan Allen, who is ruled out due to a hamstring injury. This is a, a annual occurrence here with uh, with him hurting his hamstring or something. Uh, but that that is that's pretty big. But Mike Williams, I mean, he's got they got so many weapons there. I'm gonna put that at number uh, four. I'll go for it. So you're putting that lower than Burrow. Yeah. I feel like hamstring injuries are one of those things that could get real wonky. That, so, yeah. And I'm um, moving it up to two. Moving it up to two. I'm putting okay. it up to two. Yeah. All right. Next, Dak Prescott fractures yeah. number his one. thumb. Number one. Now, he says, or he claims, he could be back fast within four yeah, weeks. I don't, but, I don't know. But it's it's number one that affects so many players uh, on the whole offense of, of Dallas. Oh, man. CeeDee yeah. Lamb, Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. They um, lost that uh, that right tackle or left tackle, and right before the season started, and then Dak. I mean, that's that's a huge loss. That's easily number one pin. So, so you've got Dak Prescott at number one. You've got uh, Keenan Allen at number two. You've got Joe Burrow at number three. Number three. Yep. All right. Next story: DeAndre Swift is battling an ankle injury. Yeah. He minor. says there's nothing to be concerned about. Yeah, minor five. Number five. And last one, Aaron Jones averaged 9.8 yards per carry, but did not qualify to be listed as a top back this week because he only had five touches. Yeah, I'm putting that at number four. Uh, I'm not okay. even – I put that at number five, too, if I could. I'm not worried yet about the Packers. That yeah. was a horrible game, though. <laughs> that oh, was, man. I think they took Rodgers out in the fourth or something. I mean, there's – no need to panic yet. They just they just mailed that in. That was like a preseason game. Yeah, like, we're we're gonna hard pass on this game and yes. just move on, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I liked your ranking for that. Yeah. I think I think you hit it. I mean, Dak Prescott is obviously the number one. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, sure. 
That's big. Yeah, Aaron Jones, my round two pick for strong side. So thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks a lot, Packers. <laughs> All right, hey, we're gonna close this thing out with some picks of the week. Picks of the week. All right, Zach, here we go. Uh, number one. Uh, hey, hold up. Can I say real quick? I'm gonna go over the league pick them. Should I do that? Yeah, do it. Okay. Your leader for league pick them is Isaiah 4031. Total points. <laughs> he went six and one. Almost wow. got him. Almost got Let's him all go. right. All yeah, right, so Jordan. Your top three, you got uh Jordan, James from the Almond Brothers, Brian Franklin, Chase. Uh, and then after that, it's Chase Gall, Rich, Jake. Uh, Suggs, you, Reed, Greg, keeps going down. A lot of people tied down there. So, be, guys, be sure to put in the picks before this, this Thursday, before kickoff, way early in the season, obviously, and uh, anything can happen as we go. All right. Picks of the week, Zach. We've got West Coast Wombats, 0-1 versus Your Worst Nightmare, also 0-1. Hmm. All right. You go first. What do you got? All right. Um. Your worst nightmare is favored high. You've got Justin Herbert, who's going to be in a shootout with Kansas City. Uh, Joe Burrow is going to be looking for redemption against Dallas. Uh, although I would say that Dallas, the Dallas defense is probably going to come out and feel pretty um, – they're going to feel like they have to carry this football team. So, um, I don't know. I like Jerry Judy a lot. Um, I think I'm going to go with – West Coast Wombats. Ooh. Yeah, I like West Coast Wombats. Kevin gave us a good run last week uh, with his team. It came down to the last last few minutes. I think this is a coin flip. I think both teams are really good. Burrow and Chase are going to go off. Uh, I don't think Burrow's going to be throwing four interceptions again this week. Yeah. And, uh, you you got to wonder about um, Josh Jacobs. Valdez Scantling there at a wide receiver for West Coast Wombats. Got him eight points. Be kind of tempted to play Robbie Anderson as a dart throw um, mm. just to see if he can replicate what he did before. Um, but they don't have George Kittle. If they had George Kittle, I would for sure pick them. But uh, I'm going to go with Kevin this week. I think it's going to be close, Kevin. Up next, we've got uh, Tecmo Power Runners versus Golden Eagle Football Club. Uh, Zach Cameron is coming off of a a low scoring week. He's at the bottom of the pack. Um, he is favored to beat the Tecmo Power Runners this week. Um, I, I think Derek Carr, I think once they start getting chemistry, I think he's going to have a good season. Lamar Jackson's going against the Miami defense. The Miami defense looked really good last week. Um, I, man, I think. Cooper Cup is the one guy Tecmo Power Runners has that I just think could be – he can be the game changer every single week. But I like Cameron's lineup more. I'm going to go with Golden Eagle Football Club. I'm going to go with Cameron. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Cameron this week to get his first win uh, with a little bit of an upset here, except you don't know what's going to happen with Zeke. I don't have high hopes for Zeke at all this week. Um, but I do think that Cameron will, will get his first win. Up next is Isaiah 40-31 against uh, the champion, Pace in Your Face, who is coming in at 0-1 this week. Uh, Zach, I think Pace in Your Face is going to turn it around this week. Um, the the one, the spot, you know, A.J. Brown looked good. A.J. Brown is probably going to end up being a great pick. C.D. Lamb is scary right now. 
because of Dak Prescott being out. Uh, but you've got, you know, Travis Kelsey predicted to get 18 points against Mike Gusecki, who is predicted to get three. Um, there's just a lot of thing, a lot of areas where I think Jordan uh, is definitely uh, the leader in the clubhouse against, uh, oh, Jordan. I said Jordan is leading against Jordan. I'm going to pick pace in your face. You're going to pick pace in your face. Um, you know, actually, before I, I make my pick, I actually talked to Jordan Iwanazin this week for the uh, the call of the week. Do you think we should run that right here? Yeah, let's do it right now. Okay. Let's go to the call of the week. It's time for the call of the week. All right. We are now joined by the Philly cheater himself, Jordan Iwanazin of Isaiah 4031. Jordan, how are you doing? Doing well. How are you? Doing well. So, uh, hey, how many how many fantasy leagues are you in this year? Uh, currently, this is my only one. Actually, a couple of years ago, before COVID, I had been in another one. Uh, and back when I worked at Chick-fil-A several years ago, I was also in that one that we had there. But currently, I'm in just this one. What did the winner get at the Chick-fil-A league? I think it was just bragging rights, to be honest. I don't oh, think man. We actually, yeah, I don't think we actually had any uh, any kind of we, we even our draft. We did a draft in the uh, in the restaurant actually on a Sunday of all times. So if they tell you the doors don't open at Chick Fil A on Sundays, that's not always true. <laughs> <laughs> I would have needed like you know at least a milkshake per week or maybe some you know nuggets for a year, something like that. Would have been nice. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a good reward. Yeah, I don't I don't remember any kind of uh, reward other than bragging rights for that. Hey, uh, how did you like the draft this year, our, our draft? How did you like it with uh, the computers and picking the names yourself? I like it. It, it gives you time to – I actually think it actually sped up the process a little bit too. I felt like when I looked at the time when we left, I felt like we left a, a few minutes, at least a few minutes, maybe 20, 30 minutes earlier than we typically did. But I do like it pretty well the way we've uh, been able to pick our own. Yeah, I definitely think we were moving there towards the end. It was It was moving for sure, so – uh, I had a hard you, time keeping up with it towards the end. I, 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 oh. I had some, I had eyes on somebody, and I'm like, "Oh wait, they just grabbed him!" Like before I could even research him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, I was just thinking before we started this interview, and I don't know why it just hit me, but we never got the traditional Jordan Iwanazin video pre-draft. You know the one I'm talking about. I I thought about that too afterward. I think it was actually during the last part of the draft. I was actually thinking about that and I had forgotten to, to last year. I wasn't able to do it because of uh, working in Nashville. And I, well, I, I guess I did do one announcing Elijah. I didn't get to do one that morning, but I guess I did do one announcing Elijah as a co-captain, but I did not uh, get to do one this year. I forgot all about it until afterward. I know we got to make that happen next year. And um, you know, we, no handshake anymore with Rish. Did, did COVID take that out? What's happened with that? What's the latest on the that is, with Rish? That is definitely something to have to ask Rish because I, I overheard uh, somebody, I don't know if it was Matt or somebody uh, behind us even, so we're going to do the handshake this year and and uh, Rish just smiled, but he had no answer. So that, that wow. was usually initiated by Rish. So that's definitely a question for him to have to answer there. Wow. Do you feel the tension with Rish then with the no handshake this year? Do you feel like that? Maybe is a little bit of trash talking or something like that from Rish. That could be. It could be. Again, that's another question to have to ask him. Wow. Just like uh, the biggest question I have for Rish is why he's so against Golden Corral. I actually thought about going there for lunch this <laughs> week, but I know that's one. Of, that's one of his favorite spots to eat at. So, so that's another. That's another question for him uh, as well. That would that only he can answer. I think. Yeah, I agree. Hey. um, So can you promise us that maybe sometime during this season we can at least get a. a 
a makeup video of, of you doing something with the eagle head, you know, putting the mask on or something to do with the to to make up for not getting one pre-draft. Can we get one during the season? Yeah, I need, I need to try to make that happen this week. I just need to make sure that we don't uh, get my dog agitated. We just got a, a miniature Schnauzer puppy uh, earlier this year, back in April, I believe it was. We got him. And uh, I've already, I've got a Grinch mask actually at home too. I don't know if anybody in the uh, league knew about that, but I ended up buying a Grinch mask and gloves back a couple of years ago. And uh, our, our dog got terrified by that for just a few moments till he realized who it was. I'd like a video of that. Like <laughs> you going up to the dog like that, would be fun. Hey, uh, did you hear the podcast where Jake gave out the grades? I did not get to listen to that podcast. Okay. Tell me how, how do you feel about your team then? I need to go back and listen to that podcast. As far as the team goes, I do feel pretty good about it. I tried to uh, put a little emphasis on receivers, and I feel like I've done a pretty good job with that. Running backs, I tried to pick up a little bit on from last year, too, and I feel like the uh, running back situation may not be to the the fullest uh, potential where I think we can get it. I think we get that a little better, but uh, overall, I think we've done a pretty good job on the team. Um, you, are, I don't know if you realize this or not, but you are our first lotto winner in the league with handcuffs as you have Jeff Wilson Jr. on, on your team. Are you aware of this? No, I was not. I did not think about that, actually, come to think of it. All right. Jeff Wilson Jr. is going to be starting this uh, this Sunday because uh, Elijah Mitchell got got hurt, the running back for the 49ers. So you have his backup. So congratula congratulations. You are the first lotto winner um, of the season. How does it feel? It feels pretty good. I didn't I didn't realize I was the first one of the season to do that, but yeah, that definitely feels pretty good. Yeah. All right. So guys, um, everybody listening, Jordan, Jordan is in first place in league pick'em this year. Um, for we after week one. He almost went seven and oh. Uh he picked Cam to win his matchup and uh which he did not, but uh that was the only miscue that you had. What do you have any strategy or anything going into your your league pick'em this year? I do like waiting till towards the end. Usually when I make my picks, I, of course, some of the top secrets, you can't give too many of them away, but I am one that does prefer, and I've made a mistake in years past of waiting too long because you think you're going to pick it at a certain time and then you get busy one morning or something else happens through the, the day of the uh, of the Thursday night game and everything, and you start thinking, oh, I should have made the picks. But uh, uh, typically I do like holding out till towards the end, kind of seeing how the rosters all shake out and everything. But uh, that's usually a... Uh, of course, the points uh, are factored into that, too, as well. Uh, but uh, that's definitely a, a big point I try to wait to – or a big point I try to pull off as I wait till towards the end. All right. So we what we're going to do real quick with Jordan, since he is in first place, we're going to run down each matchup really quick. And, Jordan, I want you to tell us who's going to win. All right? Sounds good. Yeah, like everything else in, in our country today, half the people think you're a genius and the other half want your hide after doing it. But yeah. we'll, we'll do it that way. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here we go. Do you uh you want me to call out the matchup real quick and then you just tell me? Does that sound good? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure okay. Let's start off with uh, our matchup, HNF Industries. We're taking on Gregco this week. What do you think? That's gonna be a close one, but I have to pick you and Brian, I think, in that one. It's a good choice. I like that. All right, moving, <laughs> <laughs> moving on to uh, Big Orange Bullies and the Almond Brothers. We'll do a Big Orange Bullies in that one. Big Orange Bullies, okay. Donut Stop Believing in the East Coast Wombats. Got East Coast. Uh, after after beating up on uh, Ross and uh, a little bit there last week, I have to give them one for this week. Man, all right. 
Okay, and then uh, your matchup versus Pace this week. Like I said, I feel pretty good about our team, so I'll have to I'll have to stand with our team in that matchup. Uh, do you ever bet against yourself? To be honest, not too often. There has been a few occasions, but I try not to bet against our team as as often as I as I could help it. All right, Kemp's crew versus Strong Side. Uh, Kemp's in that one. Kemp's all right. Tecmo Power Runners versus Golden Eagle Football. We'll go with the Gall Brothers and Tecmo in that Whoa, one. Whoa, I'm surprised you didn't take Golden Eagle Football just because of the name. I know, I know I should have, wow. especially, especially for making that a point and trying to pick an offensive lineman years ago. <laughs> wow, wow. Jordan, I expected that to be like your lock of the week right there, Golden Eagle Football. I'm it's shocked. Hard golf, it's hard to bet against the Gall Brothers a lot of times. Though. Yeah, that is true. All right. If, if and they, they would change uh, their name to a Golden Eagle, then that'd be a lot easier of a call. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our last matchup is the West Coast Wombats versus your worst nightmare. Uh, let's go with the worst nightmare in that one. It's Halloween season coming up, and I'm, we've got neighbors across the street that have uh, decorations going up, so worst nightmare sounds like a good pick on that one. All right, well, there you have it, guys. <laughs> the league pick em winner has made his picks for week two. Uh, you can go with him or go against him. We'll see how everything uh, shakes out on week two. Uh, Jordan, before we head out, as we always do, is there uh, anything that your team needs that you want to put out there for trade offers? Is there a certain position that you are – are looking to uh, acquire a player from or anything like that? Uh, like I mentioned earlier, running back is one place where I think we need to uh, build up. In, in years past, it's always been hard for me to do uh, defensive players, but I'm feeling pretty good about those. I don't want to jinx it, but I'm feeling pretty good about defensive right now. But uh, running back is a situation I think we can maybe try to work on a little bit. Like you said, and even though we got the handicuff on, on San Francisco there, so we'll see how that shakes out uh, throughout this year. But but uh, definitely running back is something I would definitely entertain. All right. Philly cheater, Jordan Iwan is in league pick, league pick em leader right now. Thank you for join, joining us, Jordan. We really appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate you. You guys have a great weekend and All best right. wishes this week. All right. Thanks, man. See you. Thank you. All right. Yeah. So appreciate Jordan coming on the podcast and uh, with the, the interview there. Um, I like both of the teams right here. Jordan Iwan is in with the, with the surprise pick last week. Um, with with the win he's got jeff wilson jr who's going to be playing um but i i think it's going to be pace this week i think pace has too much firepower and um i, I just i like pace's team i want to go with pace up next we got donut stop believing with their uh stellar wide receiver core against the east coast wombats uh both of them coming in at zero and one zach i think think um you want to go first this time yeah i know i know what this this is uh this is going to be rish getting his win i think rish has got a, a good team surprisingly with all the wide receivers and everything um james robinson proved me wrong last week i didn't think he would be that great coming off of this uh, achilles tear but what do i know and uh him getting rex burkhead could be a safe ppr Running back, he doesn't have in his lineup as of right now, but uh, I'm going to give it to Rish, and that is my lock of the week. Lock? That's your lock of the week. That's Let's it. Hit it. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Uh, Zach, I, this is really a matchup of running back versus wide receiver. You got Saquon Barkley and Alvin Kamara against, um, you know, the scrubs that Rish was able to pick up at the end of the draft. And I don't know how you throw somebody in a flex spot when you have the wide receivers that he has. So 
Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to pick um, – I just can't see Aaron Rodgers doing what he did last week again. I'm going to go with the running backs. I'm going to go with East Coast Wombats. So, yeah. I'm going against your lock of the week. I think AK versus Tampa is going to be tough. They better throw him the ball. Yeah, it's true. Um, up next, we got Big Orange Bullies at one and O versus the Almond Brothers. The O train has not started running yet at O and one. Zach, this is another one of those games where uh, I can't see Matt Stafford. I think the Rams are going to bounce back big. Um, I like I like the Almond Brothers in this matchup. Merry Christmas to Big Orange Bullies with uh, Antonio Gibson. Um, yeah, no doubt with that draft pick but i'm gonna pick dolman brothers as well uh we need an o-train message from them we need to know that they are okay and that they are out there uh so i'm, I'm rooting for the almond brothers and the o-train this week i'm rooting for derrick henry to do something on monday night football i'm rooting for matthew stafford to throw the ball to Allen robinson yeah yeah how about Goodness that gracious yeah that was that was a little disappointing but yeah man i you know just a, a quick aside I'm terrified for the Titans to be 0-2 this week because oh, yeah. the Buffalo it, Bills are an absolute buzzsaw right it's now. It's going to be tough. It's going to Up be next, tough. Uh, this may be tough. I don't know. H&F Industries versus Gregco. Zach Gregco is favored to win this week. Um, you've got Kittle, who's questionable. Um, Gregco's got Debo Samuel, who is, you know, he's he's obviously a great hand. Jalen Waddell. Um, he had a great week last week. Um, I think people were maybe concerned. He 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 went lower in the draft because of Tyree Kill, but I think he's going to turn out great. DeAndre Swift says he's not worried at all about his ankle. Um, Javante Williams ended up being – he looked good. Um, I don't know why they split carries between Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon last week because I felt like when Williams was in, he looked way more electric. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with hmm, Kirk Cousins versus Matt Ryan. I'm going to go with H&F. I think, I think uh, Allen Robertson's not going to do that twice. I like Kirk Cousins. I like what the Minnesota offense is doing right now. Yeah, I'll, this is a great matchup. I, I think uh, it's going to be really close. Great backup for Greg with Matt Ryan losing Dak Prescott. Um, his both of our defenses are playing have great matchups as well it's coin flip uh, if I had a coin I would flip it and give it to you uh, what it says but I'm going to go with Greg I just think um, he's got a solid team it was a very humble pick um, Zach because Jake was so kind to me last week we're going to make this the matchup of the week it's finally time tuck your shirts in stop your yelling Cause it's now time for the What's Crack a Luck in the Big Dogs Matchup of the Week! Zach, um, this is going to be where I prove, prove my value. Um, Jake has picked me to win the league, and now I go against him in week two. He is favored to win, and my team did not look good last week. You got Josh Allen going to Monday Night Football against Tennessee. Um, I've put a lot of eggs in the Russell Wilson basket. I think I think even though they lost last week, I think he looked valuable as a starting quarterback. I think Mike Williams is going to have a big game. I'm going to go with uh, myself. I'm going with Strongside. Okay. Uh, uh, looking at it, 
I still think Jake might pull this off, but I do like your team to bounce back here. But uh, I guess I'll go with with uh, Jake. I'll go with Jake. Is it is it because I have Brandon McManus? Oh, you have McManus. That's right. You know what? I'm going with you. I'm going with mm. you just, just because you. of that. That's yep. right. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, Thanks. you're welcome. All right, that's the picks of the week. Zach, uh, week two is here. Everybody make sure you make your picks. Uh, thank you, Jordan Awanazin, for being our call of the week. And we will see you next week. See you.